Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's Poppin' my people, welcome back to another episode of The Radical Latino. What's going on? I hope you guys had a great, great, great weekend. And I'm back with another episode. Episode 25, 25. Jesus, the podcast cannot run the car. <laughs> What's going on, my people? I got a lot to talk about this week. I might make it short, I don't know. I always, you know, freestyle these uh, these uh, episodes and stuff, so let's see how it goes. But I did have a good interview with a life coach. Her name is Jennifer. So I recorded that previously, and I am going to put it out for, you know, New Year's Eve, before New Year's Eve, you know what I'm saying? Because I know... New Year's is coming up, and I know that there's going to be a lot of people making New Year's resolutions or whatever the case is, so I want to help people out. And before you guys go in, start making resolutions and start, you know, putting goals you guys can't achieve or whatever, or you guys don't know how to get to the goal that you guys want to achieve, I'm here to provide uh, some services, you know? And guess what? A life coach, everybody needs a life coach. You might not know what a life coach is, but... Sometimes a life coach can help you out with their knowledge. For example, they can help you out um, how to go to the path and getting your goals achieved. You know what I'm saying? So that episode is going to come out before New Year's Eve. You know, it's going to come out in like two weeks or whatever the case is. You know what I'm saying? So I'm still editing that. I'm still doing that. You know what I'm saying? But shouts out to her. So let's get into the shits. Michael Cohen, the basically Trump's right-hand man, Trump's lawyer, he got arrested the other day, and he got sentenced to three years. Now, this is the thing. The maximum sentence was, I think, was it four, between four to, I think, was it ten or something like that? But the ju- But the judge did it on the lower end. You know what I'm saying? He sentenced him to three years. And it's funny. So I'm, I was watching the news and this is uh, what they said. It was President Trump's longtime personal lawyer, Michael Cohen, is going to jail. Cohen has just been sentenced in a New York City courtroom on multiple charges, including his role in paying hush money during the 2016 election to two women alleged to have had affairs with Trump payments prosecutors say were coordinated with and directed by Donald Trump himself. Let's go right to our Justice Department correspondent Pete Williams in our Washington newsroom. Pete? Well, this is lower than the prosecutors in New York had recommended. The probation department in its pre-sentence report had recommended something just shy of four years, so the judge is on the low end of the sentencing guidelines here, three years in prison. Cohen himself spoke to the court today, saying that he lost his way, that his blind loyalty to Trump led him to choose darkness over light. You guys hear this shit? Darkness over light. This motherfucker acting like this is the Lord of the Rings. What the fuck are you talking about? He made me choose darkness over light. What the fuck are you talking about, my man? You serious? 
you already know this dude was fucking up. You know what I'm saying? You knew the consequences. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck you talking about? Darkness over light. This nigga's acting like Trump is Dark Vader. Are you for real? Are you serious? So you mean to tell me? Trump tells you one thing. You're a goddamn lawyer. You should be knowing your goddamn laws, all right? Trump is... you telling me that Trump tells you to do some shit and then you're surprised? You're just surprised that the outcome is something that you didn't expect? How convenient is that? Wow. How convenient is fucking that? Word. My, my man, come on. You serious? You a lawyer. You should know. You should know when your client is telling you to do some fucked up shit. You know what I mean? You're a lawyer. Don't tell me like you didn't know. This is what these people do, especially these white supremacists. You know what I'm saying? They, listen, back in the day, back in the day, during World War II, right? When Ger Germans were rounding up Jewish people in these camps, killing them, gassing them, shooting them, starving them, and all this other crazy wild shit, right? All this crazy wild shit, they were just following orders, right? Fast forward, fast forward till now, even now, you, you'll see, you'll see 98 year old Nazi soldiers getting wheeled into a courtroom because they don't tolerate that shit. They won't, they, they're not saying, oh, well, I'm just doing my job. Nah, 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 fuck out of here. You know that shit was wrong and you still went and did it. You feel me? You knew that shit was wrong and you still went and did it. So miss me all that shit. I, I, uh, I decided, uh, I decided to, uh, you know, choose darkness over light because Trump, nah, my man's acting like this is a goddamn movie. You know, I'm f you feel me? My man's acting like this is a goddamn movie. The way I pictured this shit, the way he's saying it is like Donald Trump is walking around in boots and a cape. <laughs> with a big ass sword telling him telling him to do some shit nah you could have easily said yo don't do that you know what i'm saying but get the fuck out of here i think i truly think this is gonna be like another watergate you know what i mean i think this is gonna be like another watergate i believe trump is gonna get impeached i truly believe that if it doesn't happen if it doesn't happen he might lose the second term election, which, you know, is, is going to come up next year or whatever, you know, but that's what I truly think. If not, then he might not even run. We don't know. But the whole point is my man is facing the, you know, some jail time. He's facing some jail time, you know, so let's not, you know, let's not be oblivious about this. You feel me? Let's not be oblivious about this because Michael Cohen my man knew exactly what the fuck he was doing. You know what I'm saying? My man knew what the fuck he was doing. Paying people off with campaign money and all this other shit. Nah, I'm sorry. That shit's not going down like that. You know what I mean? Like, get, get out of here. But, hey, he's facing... like, And check this out. Even the system of white supremacy is protecting this guy. The system of white supremacy is still protecting this guy because... He he's not even getting he's not even getting the maximum amount. He's going the low amount, three years, and he doesn't have to go until May. He doesn't have to turn himself in until May. And they said if he cooperates with further information that will help them with the investigations to take down Trump, he might get less time. He might get less time. The system of white supremacy is protecting this fucking guy. 
That's right, the system of white supremacy is protecting this guy. You mean to tell me that when we go to jail, right, we end up snitching, but we still end up doing some jail time? Less, maybe what, one or two years less? But but hey, you, you I'm facing 10 years. So you mean to tell me I'm just gonna be doing eight years? I'm just gonna be doing eight years. But I'm facing I'm facing 10 years, but if I snitch, I'll be doing eight. Get the fuck out of here, you know what I'm saying? Get the fuck out of here. I'm telling you right now, best believe he's gonna be giving wild information that the FBI don't even need, or probably will help them out just a little, I don't know. But I bet you a hundred dollars. How much you wanna bet? My man ain't gonna be doing three years. Something's gonna happen that my man's probably gonna be doing like six months. You know what I'm saying? The maximum amount is gonna be doing six months, I bet you. And the thing is, check this out. The thing is, let, let's be honest. My man is not gonna go to no goddamn fucking, you know, jail where you gonna get jumped. You need to get jumped in and all this other shit to a gang and all that niggas eating your your lunch and you getting shook. You feel me? You're gonna be taking showers with like 300 dudes and just one in one big ass bathroom. And mind you, in jail, I'm not gonna say how I know, I'm just saying, in jail, there, there's not multiple stalls. It's just one big ass fucking bathroom and there's a bunch of showers and that's it. You just gotta, gotta handle your business. Eight, you got eight minutes, that's it, boom. You feel me? He's not gonna be in one of those things. He's gonna be in one of those Martha Stewart jails. You know what I mean? She's he's gonna be playing golf, drinking champagne, having a big ass flat screen TV in his place. He's probably gonna have his own cell phone there, a, a, a computer. He's gonna be chilling, man. He's gonna be chilling. So don't I don't feel fucking sorry for this fucking guy. He's gonna be straight. They're gonna they're gonna treat they're gonna treat him the same way as just treat all these other white supremacists and all these other white people who actually did wild crazy shit because they got money and in positions of power that they, he they're gonna be he's gonna be chilling so don't even worry about him i don't he good he ain't gonna turn blood <laughs> you know he ain't gonna turn blood <laughs> you feel me now back to something that happened earlier this week so in columbia university there was a video that surfaced you know, a video surface of this white student talking this wild white supremacist rhetoric to a group of black students. There was some white students sprinkled in there. You know what I'm saying? There was some white students sprinkled in there, but for the most part, they were all black, you know? Um, and I believe one of them was, I think was it Muslim or, but anyway, still black, still brown. You know what I'm saying? I I think I heard there was one Latin person. I don't know if that's true. I'm getting mixed uh, mixed reports. But anyway, there was this white kid that just came out out of nowhere and started just spewing this white supremacist rhetoric. We built the modern world. We built the modern world. Europeans. Europeans. Built the modern world. We invented science. We invented science and industry. And you want to tell us to stop because oh my god, we're so bad. We invented the modern world. I feel you. You're so dumb. We invented the modern world. You're fucking degenerate. We saved billions of people from starvation. We built modern civilization. White people are the 
the best thing that ever happened to the world. We are so amazing. I love myself. And I love white people. Say that one more time. Fuck yeah, white people. Fuck yeah, white men. All right. Enough with that mayonnaise bullshit. Listen. The thing is, these white supremacists are out here wanting and to be accepted and just keep on perpetuating that same lie. I keep on saying time and time again for the past goddamn 25 episodes now that white people, well, white supremacists, not white people, because not all white people are white supremacists, you know what I'm saying? Let me just, you know, get that out the way. That white supremacists are fed up with people being awoken. There's awakening happening. There's an awakening happening, and I see it. I see this awakening happening, and guess I think it's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? I think it's a good thing, but there's an awakening happening that a lot of people are starting to gravitate towards, wait a minute, this is all bullshit. Everything that I was taught was all bullshit. And there's an awakening happening and white supremacists are going into panic mode. All right. We got to understand that white supremacists are going into panic mode and they don't know how to handle it. That's right. They do not know how to handle everybody being awoken right now. Everybody not believing and following the bullshit. Everybody just going into this whole framework of wait. Hold on. Let's start questioning this. Let's start actually doing our research. You know what I'm saying? So before I get into anything, this is what Columbia University ended up saying about the situation. Columbia University went on the Twitter and they basically said they denounce this, uh, the, the actions and they denounce the, these type of hate speech that's brought you by this white supremacist, this young white supremacist, some young white kid or whatever. I further did some more research and I ended up finding out that this dude went to a group, well, again, a group of black people, you know, some white people sprinkle in there, don't forget that, There's some white people sprinkle in there, but that doesn't mean anything. A group of black people, he went in there and started just spewing this white supremacist bullshit. They walked away and he's kept on antagonizing them to the point when, when they went inside the cafeteria or the lunchroom or something like that in the in the for what i for what i read for what i remember reading he started screaming on the top of his lungs about white people are the best and all this other bullshit. and guess what he even went on twitter he even went on twitter saying that um i even wrote a paper on this i'll debate anybody listen i even went on twitter and I commented on his thing. I, I, you know, you know, the retweet comment quote thing that's even on my timeline, go to my Twitter, radical underscore Latino underscore. And I said, I'll take you on. Let's go call my podcast up. I'll take you on. You know what I'm saying? And again, this is a, another formal invite. I'll take you on. I have no problem debating you, my man. I have no problem debating you because the thing is you're going to be spewing all that white supremacist bullshit. All that white supremacist lies and guess what? That's not going to fly because I'm going to hit you with facts. I'm going to hit you with historical facts. You could say all this other shit. Well, you know, Egyptians weren't um, black and all this other That's a basic white supremacist lie that people like to say. Well, Egyptians, well, you know what I'm saying? I got to just sidestep all of that shit. Listen, this is what it is and this is how it's been. Boom, 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 boom. You know what I'm saying? Because white supremacists, they have no culture. 
They have no history, so they have to latch on to other people's shit. They have to keep on latching on to other people's shit. L look at hip hop. Look at hip hop. Hip hop started in the South Bronx. My, I'm, I'm from the Bronx, born and raised, from the South Bronx, and it started because of a form because they were getting kicked out of disco clubs. You know what I'm saying? They weren't allowed to be inside disco clubs. So what ended up happening was that they got, said, yo, all right, cool. We'll take the party outside. Not a problem. There, there's a lamppost right here. Fuck it. All right, cool. Give me a bunch of extension cords. I get two turntables and speakers up in this bitch and let's go. That's how it started. It started because of white supremacy going against white supremacy. They were some racist ass clubs that wouldn't allow them to just even enter. They wasn't trying to play. They was just trying to have a good time. And all those racist ass clubs didn't allow them in. So they had to just make their own. That's it. They had to just make their own. They just had to make their own way of be. You know what I mean? They just was like, fuck it. We can't go to party, we'll create our own party. And that's how we should be. We should be looking that as, okay, they don't want us there, not a problem. Let's start creating our shit. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, that's what happened to hip hop. You know, I don't want to go into the long history of it, but that's how it started. It started from there. And now look at it now. You got the little pumps, the um, the uh, little Zans and all the little littles and all this other stuff, Post Malone and all these little white fucks Vanilla Ice, all these little white fucks who are just coming in and leeching off the culture. You know what I'm saying? A culture that wasn't never a part of them. Culture that never put elbow grease to build in. You know what I'm saying? So get the fuck out of here. I don't want to hear none of this bullshit. You feel me? So when we talk about white supremacists not having history, boom, right there, that's proof. And the thing is, this little fuck never responded back. Never responded back. This little fuck never responded back. I got other white supremacists responding to me. And I got a segment by the end of this uh, podcast episode that I'm going to start. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to start, you know, doing. But this little fuck never responded to me. Ever. So I'm like, all right, cool. It looks like he doesn't want the heat. You know what I'm saying? It looks like he doesn't want the heat. But the thing is, check this out. White people... Alright, check this out. White people did not build the modern world. I'm sorry this is a hard pill to swallow, but it's true. America, let's just focus on America now. America was built upon the free African labor, okay? Free African labor. Cotton was king. Cotton, the free African labor from cotton, built this country economically. That's what happened. This country was built economically through cotton that slaves that were never paid were basically, you know, working from, working from. That's basically what it is. They were working from. And you're going to have these white supremacists talking about, well, only the slave owners benefited and all the, no, 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 no. There's a lot of things that happen through cotton. Okay. A lot of things, shipping industries ended up happening. Insurance industries came up out of that. Um, uh, the taxes that these slave owners had to pay came out of cotton. These banks um, got introduced because these people be started becoming wealthy came out of that. So all of the, these industries, all of this economic boom back in the 1700, 1500, 1800, all this other bullshit, all of this came out of slavery. This country 
was built off of the backs of black people. This country was built off of cotton. You cannot have, you cannot have America without introducing the, 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 the fact that slaves built this place. You cannot have it. Take that part of history out. Go back in time. Take that part of history out. We'll still be within woods. You know what I'm saying? We'll still be in woods, man. We'll still be in woods. So the thing is, you cannot take that out. Building the modern world? No, 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 no. No, not whatsoever. Go back throughout history. Go back throughout history. Black people in Africa built their own civilization in the so-called modern world. There's a bunch of evidence. You know what I'm saying? There was a bunch of when Europe was in deep, deep down in manure, living with their own animals within close proximity. There was a bunch of um, diseases and all this other shit. That's why it's called the Dark Ages because everybody and their mother was dying in Africa. They were making steel beams. They were making painted glass. Okay. All right, there was there was this big, 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 you know, cultural shift when the Moors actually went into Europe. It was like, yo, y'all motherfuckers are living like animals. They introduced bathing culture, language, science, math. Come on, how are you gonna? T how does the white supremacist is gonna come here and say, oh, we, we invented science, we invented? No, 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 no. That's the thing. They have no culture. They have no culture, so they have to gravitate and grab on to any little thing, any little thing that's going to make them feel okay with themselves. Obviously, obviously it doesn't work because when you really break the shit down, the shit doesn't make fucking sense. It doesn't go back into history. This is not something, no conspiracy theory. This is not something that I'm just pulling out my ass. This is not something I'm just making up. Go out through history. Everything started in Africa. Every little thing. Anything that you think about doing now and thought about like, well, we made uh, math. No, it started in Africa. When Islam was popping in Africa, their, their math that we still use to this day was being used back then. Algebra. How do you think the word algebra became the, the word it is? It's, you know what I'm saying? That's through Islam, the word itself, Al-Jabra, you know what I'm saying? But come on, this is, these, are, these are things that they don't want to talk about. These are things that they don't want to, you know, they, they don't want to admit, you know? These are things that they don't want to actually um, face. Because once you turn the mirror on them, because they're very quick to just start point, 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 point. You know what I'm saying? They're very, they're very quick to do that. But when you turn the mirror right on them, you're like, hey, yo, my man, all that bullshit you were saying wasn't really true. It's not really true. Look at this. Boom. Look at that. Boom. Look at this. Boom. Look at that. Boom. You know what I'm saying? That's when they'll start calling you a race baiter. That's when they start calling you racist. That's when they start saying you don't know shit. That's when they start saying that you are, you are, um, you know, you're talking, you're just talking out your ass. You don't know history. You're uneducated. You, you know what I'm saying? That's when they start actually going in on you and start belittling you because you're exposing their bullshit. And the thing is Columbia university came out and actually said, we denounce all of this. We denounce hate speech. 
We denounce all of that. We denounce um, racism in our campus, but they never said that they're going to punish him. They never said that they were going to expel him. They never said that they were going to do something to har not harm, but they, they're going to basically make him accountable for his actions. They never said none of that. They never said none of that. None of that bullshit. They never said none of that bullshit. So Columbia University, now, now I'm looking at you sideways. What's up? What's going on? What up, Columbia University? Something is going on now. Now I'm seeing you being a part of this white supremacist system. Now you're protecting them? You're protecting this guy, right? So that's that's what we got to look at. We really got to look at that really closely and really hard. You know what I mean? We really got to look at it really hard. And for those who want my man's Twitter handle, is going to be part of this podcast. Best believe that. His Twitter handle is gonna be on this podcast. Best believe that. Go, go, give him, go, go, give him a tweet. Let's see how he handles it. Best believe that. Now, something else that happened this week. A former college student was was uh, I think he was a head part of a frat party or frat house or whatever the case is. He was charged with violently raping a teenage female outside of a frat party, choking her until she was unconscious, and then sexually assaulting her. Now, people are shocked because he made a plea deal. He accepted to a plea deal and there was no jail time. How crazy is that? How crazy is that? By the way, the white female DA, the white female DA named Hillary LeBon, who refused to charge this man with rape and she orchestrated the plea deal that let him walk. This shows that people in the dominant society, white supremacy, white supremacists are on code. This shows that they're on code. You mean to tell me a man goes out, a white man, by the way, goes out, chokes a woman out, rapes her. They, they do a rape kit. They find his DNA inside of it, get him arrested, go to court. And now he faces no jail time. That says a lot. That says a lot. This is the news clip that I saw on Twitter going around about this case. Attorney President at Baylor University accused of sexually assaulting a woman getting no jail time. ABC's Janae Norman is here with the story. Good morning, Janae. Michael, good morning. The judge in this case has been criticized before for handing down what some consider light sentences in sexual assault cases. The controversial ruling has left the victim and her family outraged. Overnight outrage after former fraternity president Jacob Anderson, who's accused of violently assaulting and choking a woman, walks free. Inside the Texas courthouse, tensions boiled over. Everybody just needs to chill out. Anderson was accused of raping a woman at a fraternity party in 2016, allegedly gagging her until she passed out and then leaving her unconscious body outside. Prosecutors never charged Anderson with assault. Instead, he pled no contest to the lesser crime of unlawful restraint. The judge accepted the deal, which includes a fine and mandatory counseling, but allows the 23-year-old to avoid registering as a sex offender. The crime Wow. So he doesn't even have to register to be a sex offender? Really? Hold on. These are the same people that said we have to believe women. Me too. 
all this other crazy shit, accusing every other black man of sexual assault and rape, and actually going out and prosecuting these black people, these black celebrities like Cosby, let's just stick with Cosby, with rape, when Cosby actually went to trial and they were basically dismissing every accusation left and right, and these accusers were basically sounding stupid. I made a whole video about that on YouTube. There's even plain manifestos, plain manifestos and plain charts that shows Cosby wasn't even in these cities that these, uh, these days that these women are accusing him from, you know what I'm saying? So they take all of that, put him in jail for 10 years. Uh, this guy walks away free. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on? There's gotta be some crazy coincidence here. Isn't that fucking funny? Ain't that shit fucking funny? Word. It's wild funny. This shit is wild funny. You mean to tell me we have to believe all women? You mean to tell me that these men cannot go away unpunished? You mean to tell me some, some people that have been accused for years and years and years and years, you drag them into court, they go into jail, even though, even though all this evidence shows that they didn't do it, but this white dude, this white guy with proof that he actually did it, rape kits, witnesses, the own, um, the own, uh, victim even says he did it. Oh, nah, it's, it's totally cool. He could walk away free. Nah, don't worry about it. He could walk away free. It's totally fine because you know, <laughs> see the thing is we made a plea. Get the fuck. This is white supremacy. This is staying on code. This is staying on code. This is the reason why I'm making this episode. St how to stay on code. This is how they stay on code. This is how they protect each other. This is how they don't make each other go and actually answer for their crimes. You know what I'm saying? That's what I am. For those who are thinking about Harvey Weinstein, best believe he's probably going to get a slap on the wrist. You know what I'm saying? He's probably going to get a slap on the wrist. Or if he does go into jail, he's probably going to be a white sacrifice saying, oh, listen, he went to jail. So we, we can't be racist because one white guy's in jail and 20 black guys are in jail for the same thing. So we are not racist. You know what I'm saying? That's the same bullshit they ran upon us with the whole Rico charge. They got all these mafia bosses in jail and shit right there and like that. And we're like, all right, cool. And then they started to attack us. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. So don't, don't get fooled. Don't get fooled with, you know, white supremacy attacking their own. Don't get fooled with that shit. That's how they do it. That's they like to play both sides. Like Nelly Fuller says, Nelly Fuller says he added a new rule. White supremacists who play both, but that's another episode. All right. That's another episode. I'll talk about that some other time or whatever the case is. But listen, check this out. The, the fact is that this is how these people stay on code. This is how these people stay on code. All right. This guy is not getting no jail time the same way how another white, um, white dude actually was accused in a drive by and he said he didn't know what was going on. I think it wasn't in California. He walked away scot-free. Them other two black people that were in the passenger seat, they're in jail right now. My man is walking free. He's like, oh, I didn't know. Oh, no. I didn't know they were doing something. I didn't know they were doing drive-bys. My man literally will hang out with these people every day, commit crimes, totally fine. When he gets locked up, oh, that white card comes out. 
that white card comes out. Listen, I've been arrested before, okay? I've been arrested before. I'm not gonna tell you how many times, I'm just saying I've been arrested before. And guess what? When I was in that jail cell with a real white person, I'm actually, this is, all right, hold on. I'm gonna tell you a personal story. For those who don't know, in the Bronx, when you get arrested, they uh, put you in central bookings, right? Up in Yankee Stadium and central bookings. And you gotta go through the levels. You gotta go through the levels of floor. Anybody who's been in the Bronx and got arrested in the Bronx, y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about, all right? So there's different levels. You know what I'm saying? The first level, second level, and third level. The third level, that means you're about to see the judge. You know what I'm saying? If you get arrested on a Friday, it's over for you. Any Every other borough is crazy fast to process you. The Bronx is the only borough that it actually takes you two to three days, if that, to just process you and see the judge. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why the Bronx is the only one, but there's even news articles and stats that say that the Bronx is the the only place in those these five boroughs that actually take the time processing you. I don't know why, but anyway. So, I I remember, I, this is like a couple of years ago. I got arrested, right? For some bullshit charge. It was a bullshit, bullshit charge. I didn't really even do anything, but everybody in jail says that, right? No, I'm really, I didn't really do anything. But I was locked up, black, Latin people. The only white boy that got thrown up in there, my man was shitting bricks, right? My man was shitting bricks. He went in with these two black guys, right? He was the only one quiet, shitting bricks. I'm just kicking in, I'm chilling and shit, right? They, oh, yo, so what you in here for? I'm not, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. All right, cool, boom. Then I, you know, asked him, yo, what you in here for? Oh, this and this and all oh, the Wait a minute, so we're both, we're both in here with the same shit. All three of them went in there for the same shit. Yo, all three of y'all came in here for the same shit? Yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, is this your first time, you know, getting locked up? He was, the white dude says, nah, this is like my fourth. My man had more than me. This is my fourth time. I'm like, God damn. I'm like, oh, you a little menace to society. You know, I made a joke. Everybody laughed, blah, 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 right? My, me, me, that white dude, one Spanish, um, some Latin looking dude, he, he was all, he was still drunk, <laughs> him and the other two black dudes went into the cell to see the judge, right? So once we go in there, they start scanning our, our eyeballs and stuff when we see the judge, right? The thing is, once you move, once you leave out of that room, right? And you don't come back, that means you're good. You're free. That's it. Whatever the judge tells you to do, you got to do, but you're free. If you come back, that means that you're either being detained more or you're, you know, you got to pay bail. That's it. So the black guy leaves, right? Black guy leaves. I'm like, oh, you know, you know, he's here for the same shit. I, I want to see who the judge is. You know what I mean? Some woman, the judge was a woman, yo. This lady was, this lady looked like, uh, y'all seen, y'all seen this lady, um, from Long Island, the, the, the psychic lady that be, <laughs> that be telling people that they be, uh, seeing ghosts and like, yo, I'm talking to your granddad. Stop, um, he's saying, stop being a hoe. You know what I'm saying? So don't, that's, that's what this judge, uh, judge watch, but, but with more hair, you know what I'm saying? She looked like one of those, like she had those 80 hairstyles. It looked like she was like wearing wow spray or whatever, but this lady was mean. She was like not having that shit. Right? So the black dude comes out. I'm like, yo, we all for the, you know, all, all four of us, we're here for the same charge. 
I'm like, oh, I think we should be fine, right? We should be good. We should be good. All right, cool. Uh, maybe less than five minutes later, my man comes back. I'm like, oh, shit. He was like, yeah, I got to pay $1,000. What? $1,000 bond? Yeah, I got to pay. She ain't having it. Okay. Oh, all right, cool. The other black dude goes off. All right. Goes off. You know, I'm just chilling in there, just waiting and waiting. Less than five minutes, he comes back. Yo, a thousand dollar bond. I'm like, oh shit. Oh nah. Hold up. She ain't playing. All right. The white guy goes. I'm like, oh my man, we're gonna about to see you back here again. All right, cool. My man goes off. Uh, not less than five minutes. Maybe like I'll say like six, seven minutes. Doesn't come back. The door opens. We like hit. Whoa, what the fuck? What happened? Hey yo, where's your man at? Yo, I don't know. What the the, the bailiff goes. Oh, yeah, he just walked off. He's free. What? He's free? Hey, yo, we're all here for the same charge. Y'all two, they, them two got a $1,000 bond. My man goes free. I'm like, oh, am I going to go free? I'm like, oh, let's see. Yo, when I went to see the judge, that judge looked at me up and down. My lawyer didn't even say nothing. He was, She was like, well, you know, my client went to college and all this other stuff. He... You know, he's not really into um, uh, doing trouble. This is just some bullshit, da 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 The judge, she just cut her off. She goes like, all right, $1,000 bomb, boom. I'm like, whoa, whoa. This was another lesson to me about white supremacy. My Latin ass went inside that jail cell right back with a bunch of group of Latin and black people talking about, yo, we gotta pay a thousand dollars. We gotta pay a thousand dollars. Holy shit. The white kid, the white guy, he walked away. He walked away. You know what I'm saying? He walked away. That's what that, that showed me right there. That right, that personal story that shows me right there. Wow. They really fucking stay on code. They really stay on code. And mind you, at this point in my life, I was, you know, I was still, you know, I was doing what I got to do. But still, I was, you know, I was still, I was, I was woke. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not, not as woke as I am now. You know what I'm saying? But I was still doing my shit. So the thing is, I'm like, yo, are you serious? Oh, hell no. So that right there shows me that they all... All of them, all of them stay on code. Now, this is basically, this is just going to my main topic, how to stay on code. Obviously we live in a system of white supremacy. Like Nellie Fuller says, we live in a system of white supremacy. We're all prisoners of war. We're all prisoners of war. Now, how do we stay on code? Now I'm going to be reading by Nellie Fuller's book. Nellie Fuller has a book that he put out and it basically breaks down white supremacy. He's the first person that coined the term white supremacy affects nine areas of activity. You know, I see him as a big mentor. I listen to everything he has to say. So he's basically. You could probably, he's probably one of the people you could probably blame for hearing my voice right now. You know what I'm saying? He's probably one of the people. So I'm going to be reading through his book. Um, I'm going to give you guys the name of the book. You guys can actually get this book at Amazon. 
but it's titled the United Independence Compensatory Code System Concept Textbook, a Compensatory Counter-Racism Code. That I know is a lot to remember, but remember is going to be, there's going to be a link on the description down below on the podcast or whatever. I got this book. Okay. I have this, this, this book is like my Bible. I actually bought it three times because I lost it one time and I didn't think I was going to get it again, you know, but I actually, I got it again and I bought it another time to give to somebody else, but I'm going to be reading from this book. So if you guys want to get that book, remember link is going to be on the description down below. You feel me? So rule number one to stay in code rule one, stop snitching. That's rule number one. Stop snitching. Now, I don't mean that in the hood way. I don't mean that if, oh shit, you talking about stop snitching. So I can't be snitching on my baby daddy. Cause you know, he owes me. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about you going outside and all that other stuff. And my man has a camera and all that. And you hustling. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is stop snitching. Don't snitch to other racists or other white supremacists just to when it's harming someone that is non-white. Don't snitch. Simple as that. Don't snitch. Obviously, if something happens to you, obviously you're going to be calling the cops, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about don't snitch. Don't be telling what other our what our plans are. Don't be telling other people what we're planning on doing. Don't be telling other people other beneficial things that will empower our community, that will help us along the way, that will dismantle racism. Don't snitch. That's it. Don't snitch. Don't go out here talking about, yo, yeah, yeah, we, we're, I'm planning this shit with the radical Latino. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get some reparations. Don't snitch. Shut the fuck up. That's it. Don't snitch. I'm not talking about nothing about criminal activity. If you obviously got robbed or got shot in the back or something, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about other things, other things that is going to empower us. Don't snitch. That's it. Don't snitch. Now, number two, stop name calling. Now, what does Mr. Fuller mean by stop name calling? Well, he just he describes that stop name calling is to call a person by any other name that is the title of what that person's choose to be called. So in other words, if you're calling someone a liar, don't say, you know, you're a liar or whatever the case is, because especially amongst ourselves, you know what I'm saying? This is codes to stay amongst ourselves. All right. Don't call them a liar because any word that's accusatory is going to be you know, it's gonna, it's gonna start, you know, making like the person angry. The last thing you want to do is fight amongst ourselves. That's the last thing we want to do. Okay. Because that's how white supremacy wins. When we fight amongst ourselves, white supremacists are always done. There's always pit wars against each other. You know what I'm saying? They love it when we rip each other apart and that's when they come in. Cause well, once we do that, that's when we're the most weak. They come in and take over shit. You know what I'm saying? So don't like, you know, anything that's accusatory, anything that's accusatory. Don't, don't call ourselves that let's not, let's not do that. Stop name calling. For example, if somebody is lying, don't say, oh, you're a liar. Just say, that's not true because of blah, 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 blah. That's the reason why I don't call white people racist. That's not something I do. 
I say white supremacist. When a white person is showing characteristics of racism, that's what you call them, white supremacist. They're practicing a form of white supremacy. That's basically what it is. That's all. Nothing, nothing more, nothing less. You feel me? Number three, stop cursing. What does Mr. Fuller mean about stop cursing? He doesn't mean that we need to stop saying, oh, fuck this. And all, Cause listen, that doesn't mean me. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm cursing, I'm cursing up a storm. You know what I'm saying? But that's not what he means. Mr. Fuller means to stop cursing amongst each other when we're, you know, accusing one another or whatever went, no. No, or when we want to start a conversation or actually have a conversation with somebody and call them a B or uh, you're, you're an F and all this other stuff. Nah, that's not what I, that's not what he wants. That's, this is how we stay on code, okay? This is how we stay on code. Stop cursing to each other because if we curse, that's already a negative connotation automatically and you will result to a negative conflict. You know what I'm saying? And is hostile on top of that. So that's something that we have to avoid. This is how we stay in code. Number three, stop cursing. Number four, stop gossiping. That's another form of snitching, but it's very different. Mr. Fuller means by stop gossiping, basically stop talking about other people that's not in front of you when you're talking about them, you know? Stop gossiping, we gotta stop that. Because gossiping will result into confusion and hostility which it will result into us dying um into fighting again making us weak again to white supremacists coming in and taking our shit you know what i'm saying so that's another one stop gossiping number five stop being discourteous discourteous is basically not allowing someone to reveal or explain him or her's intentions you're basically dismissing them and you talking over them and all that. Stop being discourteous, all right? Discourteous breeds hostility and other forms of confusion. It will go into name calling and fighting. Don't do that. Let's not be, let's stop being discourteous, all right? If someone comes at us and starts being discourteous, we shouldn't be discourteous back. What we gotta do is just walk away and leave or just listen. We have to have room for growth and listening. This is another form to stay on code, all right? Staying on code. Number six, stop stealing. Now we all know what stealing means. We all know what stealing is. He doesn't mean stop stealing of, you know, grab and snatch mentality, steal from one another, something we shouldn't even be doing, okay? Remember, the system of white supremacy puts us in positions to do so. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about having that white supremacist mentality. For some reason, this is what he says in which I agree. For some reason, white supremacists put themselves in positions after they commit crimes. For example, uh, the Bernie Madoff, you know, doing a Ponzi scheme, doing little th uh, things like um, the how NASCAR started. You know what I'm saying? With, uh, prohibition and all this other stuff. It's a lot of people out here who stole, white people who stole and who became billionaires. And they don't call them thieves. They don't call them anything. They call them very skillful. They say other things as they're, they're, they're doing it for their living and stuff. So they, they start putting different words, different words to explain 
other ways of stealing. That's basically what it is. But when we start actually doing what they want to do, you know, when we start actually saying, okay, I'm going to start stealing like a white supremacist. You know what I mean? Because through when we're very little, when we're infants, they, they, that's what they tell us. You have to strive to be the best. Do what you have to do by any means necessary. Any means necessary. All my heroes, that are, all my white heroes that I look up to, for some reason, they got to that point by stepping on other people's toes. Stealing, killing, robbing, doing what, you know what I'm saying? So, what are you talking about? So that's the way to, to be the best? You feel me? But this is a double-edged sword. This is a double-edged sword. Because once, you know, white supremacists is like, listen, you guys are backwards people. You guys couldn't do what we did, you know? And, and when you ask them, what, what did you guys do? Oh, well, we came into your country and we took it over. That's stealing right there. But when you start actually doing what they do, that's when all the punishment comes in. That's when we start switching the goalposts. That's when the Haiti became um, a place where they say they massacred a group of people. That's when we start saying, oh, this person's the warlord. You know what I mean? When they don't want to actually do the same actions as white supremacists. But this is the thing. Stop stealing. This is number six. Stop stealing. That's what, that's what we need to do to stay on code. Number seven. Same thing as number six, but it's very different. Stop robbing. To rob a person is to use direct bodily harm. That's what robbing means. Is to take, and when it's taken, where it's taken, why it's taken, is to who it took, it was taken from. You know? To steal is a person is to take something from another person, which is the person's knowing one or more of the following, which I already told you which I already explained. Stop robbing. That's number seven. A person who robs has the same basic intentions as a person who steals. Neither robbing nor stealing helps to promote justice. A person should not rob for the same reason that he or she should not steal. That's number seven. Stealing the same thing, but robbing is more of a, a direct way you know you're harming someone else so that's another way of staying on code that's another way of staying on code stop robbing number eight stop trust me this is going to be only 10 okay so i'm almost done <laughs> so number eight stop fighting people should not fight as long as they can talk to each other and talk it out it minimizes conflict and promotes better justice when people cannot talk to each other without trying to harm or bodily harm one another, that's when, you know, the whole thing just falls to shits. You know, the whole thing just falls apart. When people fight, that's when you start harming each other. What's, that's what we have to do. We have to stop fighting. We don't have to fight. If we could talk something out, let's talk something out. That's how business is done. Let's look at the mafia or even um, black people who became larger than the mafia like Frank Lucas and all that. He talked all their issues out. That's what we have to do. We have to talk stuff out. We're so easy to just get pissed off and use our emotions just to evoke our actions. A lot of us were raised in single mother homes 
and we look at our mothers as this is how we should be acting when we have no father around that's deliberately a white supremacist system i'm not gonna get into that i already said that a bunch of times but anyway that's the type of things that we're used to we're used to stuff like that so that's what most men think I'm talking about just men in general, but also women, you guys can listen to, but men in general, that's what we think. Oh, okay. So I just have to start acting like my mom. She gets what she wants when she bugs out. You feel me? And that's not how we're supposed to be doing stuff. Let's talk stuff out. Let's stop acting like fucking females out here. You know, another one, stop killing. I'm not going into this whole black and black crime stuff. Okay. That's not something I'm going to go into because black and black crime doesn't exist, all right? Black and black crime doesn't exist. It's just crime, that's all it is. It's just crime. There's nothing different between black and black crime and crime. There's no difference, you know what I'm saying? There's no difference whatsoever, okay? And if there is a difference, please tell me what is the difference besides race that black and black crime does that crime, regular crime doesn't do, you know what I'm saying? So again, stop killing. Let's stop. Let's let's cut cut that shit off. You know what I'm saying? If you follow all these other rules, one through eight, number nine wouldn't be a problem. All right, number nine wouldn't be an issue. N- the, uh, Nelly Fuller, Mr. Fuller says number nine to stay on code is stop killing. Now number ten is very powerful. Number ten is very powerful. Stop fighting amongst ourselves and having white supremacists settle our problems. Let's stop doing that. What white supremacists like to do is put us in situations that's gonna make us fight amongst ourselves. White people don't do that. White people, if they fight amongst themselves, they handle that shit. That's it. They they keep it internal. They keep it internal. We gotta stop doing that. That's what they do. Races like to make conditions for us to fight amongst ourselves. Racists do not knowingly allow any non-white person or persons to do anything that does not directly or indirectly help to promote white supremacy. That's very powerful right there. That is very powerful. White supremacists do not knowingly or allow any non-white person to do anything that does not directly or indirectly help white supremacy that's very powerful white supremacists approve and encourage non-white people to fight amongst each other kill each other argue among each other name call all basically everything that i told you to stop doing they encourage that but white supremacists in no way favor extermination of all non-white people they favor many of us dying off that's totally fine we could die off but they do not desire us to be extinct. Why? Because if all non-white people become extinct, there could never be no way white supremacists could practice their white supremacy. At least they could not practice it in the form of white supremacy. That's powerful right there. That's very powerful. That's true. That's why they want to keep our numbers low, but not low enough. They want to harm us, but not harm us that much. You know, they don't want us to be subjugated. I mean, not subjugated, but you know, separated from everybody else. That that's not what they want. They, they want to just 
okay i got you right here because that's how they live that's their form that's what makes them get up at night get up in the, in the, in the morning sorry and go to sleep at night that's what gets them off practicing white supremacy that's the end game that's basically all it is you know what i'm saying that's all it is the white supremacists want non-white people to continue to be their subjects and victims of white supremacy while using non-white people as victims the white supremacy particularly want the non-white people to argue amongst themselves and they want the non-white people to beg them the white supremacists to settle their arguments this is one of the major ways that the white supremacists have to maintain their power they also do this to provide their power feed their egos and amuse themselves when look how many check this out look how many black people or latin people who fight amongst ourselves on worldstar a lot of them are on white supremacist websites believe it or not a lot of those videos are on white supremacist websites it's it's crazy but it's true a lot of them are on white supremacist website you know that dj academics guy he made that's how he got his fame off of off of basically bullshit you know he got his fame from bullshit he got his fame from the war in chirac and basically what this fucking guy did was make countless videos of people killing each other people you know just shitting um and in Chicago that's happening and he named it the Warren Chirac the thing is he will get information from people in the streets that the cops didn't even know he will get valuable information and put in one of these little goddamn YouTube videos and he will monetize off of the destruction of his own people believe it or not but but guess what most of his video how I found out about it how I found out about it because I like to, uh, you know, and I was researching white supremacists and all this other stuff, you know, this is when I started to actually become more woke. I found out about it through Stormfront. Funny, fun, how funny is that? They would promote his videos on Stormfront, which is insane. That's a white supremacist website, by the way. They would promote his videos on Stormfront. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why are they promoting his videos? Why they promoting this black dude here for? What the hell? That, this makes no sense. And that's when I started to get it. Okay. They're promoting the destruction of black people because this basically gives, gets them off. For example, do you guys know that, um, that movie, The Hate You Give? I have not seen it and I don't want to see it. The Hate You Give, right? They have movie posters all over, right? Movie posters all over. But particularly, whenever, um, I, I'm gonna say landscape mode, that's the only mode I understand how to describe it. When they will be on buses or, you know, park benches or telephone, you know, booths or whatever. Now they're in New York, there's no telephone booth. There's like charging stations or whatever. But anyway, when they'll be up there, it'll have the name of the title, The Hate You Give, right? But they will highlight each letter as thug right and there's a black face on it so you're highlighting the letter thug with a black face on it and if you see the thread i have not seen the movie i don't feel like watching the movie because there's gonna be no resolution in the movie but anyway when you watch the trailer obviously it talks about 
you know, um, racism, white supremacy, and racial injustice, and all this other stuff. The thing is, this is the funny thing. The thing is, I see that as sympathy porn. I see that as these white supremacists getting off on us crying about what they're doing to us. I see that as, um, you know, agonizing porn. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that's how I see that as. I see that as these people getting off and saying, look, it, look, look how fucked up they are. Look how we're making them feel. You know what I'm saying? Look what we can make them do. And they get off on that. And this is what Mr. Fuller talks about. These are 10 ways to stay on code. And that's what we got to do. We have to stay on code because guess what? These white supremacists have way more power than us, but they stay on code. What we can do is at least stay on code amongst each other and build from there. You know what I'm saying? And build from there. But anyway, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, if you guys want to reach me and talk to me, go to my Instagram and Twitter at the same name, radical underscore Latino underscore. Hit me up. Let me know what you guys think. And I'm going to catch you guys later. Peace. Radical Latino response to haters. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome back. This is a little bumper from the for the end of the show. I am gonna start doing this. This is gonna be a new segment of mine. I'm gonna start doing this and responding to haters' criticism, things that I get on my YouTube channel, Instagram, and Twitter. You know what I'm saying? I changed the theme. And I made it funny. You know why? Because these people are clowns. So I'm going to treat them such as clowns. And we got our first comment on Instagram. Okay. The first comment on Instagram. This person is commenting on the video of that white supremacist that I told you guys about in, you know, the Columbia University. And he basically comments on that. His handle on Instagram is Soggy Rats. Okay, so that's what his handle is. And he says, Wow, he loves to be white. What's so wrong with that? You can't come up with anything because you hate white people. Every race should be allowed to love their race. And <laughs> I hope you guys like the voice. Um, and I responded with, really, you're finding excuses for white supremacy, you know, and soggy rats, soggy S O G G Y rats. He responded with, what did he do that made him a white supremacist? Question mark? Nothing. So, you know, we go back and forth, but this is my response to it. Whenever somebody white goes and antagonizes people based on their superiority of their race, they're a white supremacist. Let's cut the bullshit. Let's not get confused out here. This is how white supremacists like to play. They like to play mind games. They want us to be confused. Let's not fall for the trick, people. Let's not fall for the trick. Now, another one. This guy, <laughs> this actually, this guy, he's a kid, all right? 
he's a kid. Me, he's been trolling me since I started. My man's handle on Instagram, this is another one on Instagram, is underscore that guy on the internet underscore, okay? He loves to troll me. He started since the beginning, since I came out with my platform and did whatever. He's been starting to mess with me, okay? He's not really messing with me. He's just, he's just, it's sad, you know? And come to find out, me and him been having some conversations on Instagram back and forth. He never shows up though. Whenever I tell him to, yo, pull up, let me, you know, let's see what your ideology is. Cause he always disagrees with me. Let's see what the, your ideology is. He never pulls up. He never come, uh, pulls up with receipts or anything like that. Cause I don't think maybe he doesn't want me to like embarrass him or whatever. But then again, he's a kid. You know, I give him the benefit of the doubt. He's a kid. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, I think, was it? I think he said he's 14 or 15, 15 or something like that, 15 or 16. I give him the benefit of the doubt. But listen, I know you're listening, bro. Trust me. Listen, underscore that guy on the internet, underscore. Listen, don't go start, you know, uh, believing this white supremacist logic. I'm telling you. I am telling you, don't start believing this white supremacist logic because they will very easily, very easily come back at you. He commented on my video about that. Again, you guys heard that white supremacist who got, you know, a pass for raping a woman. You know what I'm saying? The system of white supremacy gave him a pass. And he commented on that video. It was on Instagram. And this is what he said. LMAO. Really stop calling everything white supremacy. It makes you look like an idiot. And I responded with prove it isn't. Obviously he didn't come back with a response. But listen, hash, um, hashtag underscore that internet guy underscore. Check this out, bro. Listen, you have to see everything as white supremacy because white supremacy affects us in every, every area of activity. It's a given, okay? It's a given. That's definitely affecting us in every area of activity. Nilly Fuller said so, and he proves that it is, okay? You can't point to me. You cannot point to me at any black person or Latin person, but majority black, any black person that actually raped a woman and didn't go to jail. Just like these people, like this uh, the, the frat guy right here, Brock Turner, you cannot point to anyone getting off of that. And if you, if you do, if you do best believe the, these people will go back to jail. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing in recorded history. This is white supremacy. Let's be very clear. So that's what it is. All right. So catch y'all later. Peace.